stupid. Good afternoon, gardeners. Welcome to Garden Planet. You're with Karen and Selena. Afternoon, gardeners. And today we are going to spring into the garden. All right? It's springtime. Hooray. Put your spring hat on. Bring out your trampolines. Let's do it, guys. Um, so, where are we at? The flowers? Yeah, you, let's talk about some spring flowers first. Let's forget all the hard work at this stage and just enjoy it. What's there going on out there? so many coming in bloom at the moment. So, I when I went to the floral circle um, this month... Um, I had the most flowers for the interest table. Uh, we have an interest table where everyone brings along flowers they pick from their garden. Yeah. And Bev, our uh, interest table lady, identifies them for us. Yeah. And talks about them. And there was just such a colourful array. On your particular stand? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you crazy. blowing your own trumpets, <laughs> Good on you. But you do have quite a vast garden, like, when it comes to variety. Well, a bit of everything is, I reckon, good for the bees and butterflies. Mm. So at the moment, Echium is a really blooming its socks off. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a purple one uh, that has these big, gorgeous purple spikes, kind of yeah. like lavender, but humongous size. Okay. Yeah. Sounds awesome. Is that, um, are the leaves like long? Like yeah. it's like you can plant it as a ground cover? No, no, no it's I'm a thinking big of another bush one. Okay, it's a bushy and one. And it's kind of like star-shaped rosette type leaves. Yeah. Okay. And then a huge flower spike. Mm. So, um, but there's lots and lots of flowers on that bush. So, Oh, delightful. That one, yeah. We'll be making sure you bring some flowers to the office next time, Selena. Okay. Words out. <laughs> Bev told me. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Uh, and what about roses? It's a beautiful time of the year for roses, Spring. Uh, mine are just coming into bed, so I've only actually got one. Or two roses of my yeah, garden. Yeah, I think they're just about to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Showing the new growth, which is the red, you see the red um, leaves. They get red first and then they go green, which is, is quite cool. what all roses do? Most roses do that. The new growth is red. I'm not sure That's why. Well, interesting because I've never really paid enough attention. and I have, But I have noticed that and I thought, oh, what's going on here? I... I I generally thought it was not a good thing. No, not green and like, but then my plants never died or completely died, and they're fine. My roses just left. I give them a pruning every now and Mm. then. Oh, which reminds me, um, since we're talking of flowers, but we'll we'll come back to if you've got any other um, varieties you want to talk about. But um, spring is a time to uh, prune. Any spring bloomers immediately after their show. So, yeah. By pruning, that means basically you cutting the flowers and using them in your vases. Ah, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, be sure to feed the plant post-prune as well. Okay. It's a little thing I got there. I got my information, listeners, from uh, Yates New Zealand website. Yates, the, our gardening needs supplier. 
Excellent. So um, just minus all the uh, <laughs> promos. That oh, okay. Yates, 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 Yates. Feed the plant with <laughs> our <laughs> rose foliage. Anyway. No, you can uh, just use worm juice. <laughs> absolutely. So, yeah. So that's that one. And um, also, but they did say enjoy with when it came to roses, enjoy the flowers, but don't forget to begin um, protecting new leaves with systemic fungicide. Do you, do you all, I don't really notice I have major problems with the fungi, uh, but I mean, I know growers that do. Black spot can be an issue. Oh, okay. So when the leaves are showing black spots, that's yep, the fungi. Yeah, yep. Um What... I've learned some people do is they use baking soda spray mm-hmm. to kind of avoid that. Yeah. So that's what you could use. There's a copper product out there too that's supposed to be really good for funguses. I've got some. I don't use it often. It's tucked away. Or if you don't want to really spray, you can just cut all the leaves off and then yeah. they'll grow back. Yeah, that's <laughs> usually what I do unless it's like, oh dear, the plant's... Yeah, about to crack yeah. it then. But I've actually noticed with my mandarins, well, there's none there now, but I'm having um, major whitefly once again, my favourite oh, piece. the same here. Um, yeah? I, I just thought it was a little early. I mean, you're going to have to... I added neem around yeah. the drip line, this little neem granules, hopefully that'll um, give it some immunity, but I didn't kill all the... Is that what you normally do? Um, Yeah, just um, when it goes into the soil, it's supposed to give it strength so it'll repel through the, when it takes it up through the roots. Okay. And it seems to work. It's not not really working at the moment. That's because the eggs that are laid on the seed, uh, the leaves haven't been killed off, so I have to stop the cycle somehow with something else. Because what I normally do is I I don't go ground... I'm, I go foliage. You saturate I, it. <laughs> okay. That's probably what I Drown need to do. <laughs> yeah, but, well, if you're still getting fruit and stuff and the plant is yeah. dead, I mean, it's obviously... But my tangelos were a bit sour this year, so... Could have been maybe the climate? I don't know. Um, and they were quite early. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a mild winter, to, at least to begin with. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, right, so we've covered any other blooms that you wanted to talk about? Oh, there's just so many, so... Um. I'm sure there were, there is. <laughs> any, let's not forget that Selena's in the uh, floral circle here, so she's an expert on this, but any particular spring favourites there? Um, well, lavender, as we talked about last week. Mm. Um, calendula has, has always goes a bit mad. Um, coming out of winter into mm. spring and yes. you can actually collect the petals from the calendula and make uh, calendula balms and mm. lotions really good for your skin which mm-hmm. I've yet to try so uh, that will be I, what I need well, to do. I yes and no I mean yeah I've got tons of calendula at the moment but I'm I'm kind of like, what's the point? Because there's so much calendula <laughs> creams like out the there that are reasonably priced. I just feel like by the time you get the beeswax and the olive oil and this and this and that, oh. you might have just <laughs> gone and buy it. Oh, well, Is that a cop-out? That's a cop-out. 
Uh, maybe I if I give my friends and family all a... You make a huge batch and sell them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> calendula balm for everyone. Yes. Next Christmas and the Christmas after. Yeah, the Christmas <laughs> after. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so, uh, cool. And well, how are your freezers going? Oh, yes, the freezers. Remember the freezer competition yeah. your mum... Said yeah, that we all needed to. Enter. I, I actually yes, <laughs> yes, and I haven't taken any photos, but they were all blooming all, and yeah, all ten bulbs. Oh, I haven't counted. But well, well I, she I'm, gave us ten. Everyone ten bulbs. Yes, and I've got about five that are blooming. Well, I had all different colours. I had red ones, yeah, uh, white ones, yellow ones, and pink ones. I've got uh, red, white, and purple. And I, Mum actually sent me a text a few weeks ago. I said, oh, she goes, how are your freezers going? Mine are crap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think she might have been a bit hasty, though, because they've just started really going for it. So oh. um, we'll we'll keep posted on that one, listeners, mm. on yeah. uh, the freezer situation. But they are. They, they got off to a bit of a slow start, but I think, like... This extra sun we're getting mm. is really just pushing. And the lavender, the plant of the week last week. Yeah. Wow. Um, down in our community garden, that lavender, I think you potted it into that tyre. Yeah. Wow. They're all just, they're all going for it, which surprised me because I didn't think lavender liked the wet uh, you'll be surprised that Conditions. it does suck up the moisture and grows better because they are of doing it. All of the lavender bushes are doing so well. I just, I can't believe. I, I thought they might be a little slow because of all the moisture, but maybe we need to reinvestigate that one. I think as long as you've got some good drainage, they're not sitting in water, then a bit of moisture. Yeah. Because well, you've planted sure. them into, oh, that's all clay around there. But if you raise them up, because I uh, think we've got them raised up yeah. in tyres. And that's all you need to do. Yeah, just raise them a on a mound. Bit. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Anything else? Mm. Shall we move on? Let's move on. Okay. So uh, here's some other suggestions, guys. Going to move on. Um, oh, just one last thing about the flowers, because, I mean, you, it's springtime. Come on. Uh, it is a time to plant geraniums as they can give months of summer colour. But the Yates website says watch for fungal leaf spots. Oh, again, because they want you to buy the Yates. I've got a bit of geranium that I just leave it. I have to hack it back. It's so happy. You just um, Um, prune them. Yeah. And then use the cuttings to make more geraniums. I Yeah, I haven't had any issues with them. I don't know. Sometimes it depends on, of course, the variety, but where the spot is. So it seems to be really happy under the lemon tree there, and it's getting lots of sun exposure. Yeah. I think fungi, if you're having a problem with it, just investigate whether it's in a too damp spot mm. and then just move it to somewhere drier and then that should deal with the fungal issues. I think that was the case with, well, how do you find, because obviously our orchard trees are going to start coming into um, green yes. again. I'm waiting. I, I'm fing, <laughs> double fingers crossed that my apple tree is going to make it because I was far too savage with it oh over the winter. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I apologise to my tree and any of the listeners who I've said not to be too savage. Okay. I've done it myself, but I, I've seen a few little leaves just sort of breaking yeah. out. So I'm, but with regards to the, um, my pear tree, I wonder when it got that fungal, first fungal attack, I think it's had a couple, just as it was, it was a small tree and I just feel like maybe too shady. But then you said you had problems with your pears 
Uh, not my yeah. peas, but my peaches. They tend to get the uh, oh. peach curl thing. Yeah. But my pe- peach tree is quite old. Sorry, that was uh, my peach tree I was thinking of. So, yeah, Same they're thing, all... Was it a small tree and it was shaded, like in a shaded spot? It is spot? in a rather shady spot. Mm. Um, for the peaches and your pears, and um, they need to be sort of in a windy spot and they also deal with any fungal issues. Okay. With air stagnant around them, that's when the fungi multiply. Mm, so, interesting. Yeah. All right, so um, just while we're talking about trees, I hear that there's an event that you wanted to speak of? Oh, well, it's... Well... In the Waikato, they have a cherry tree festival. Which oh, that sounds amazing. I'm from the Waikato. How long has this been going on for, do you know? Uh, actually, it's quite new. I think oh. this place had um, these, a couple had bought an estate mm-hmm. and they were, they started out 20 years ago growing an English style garden on their property. Mm-hmm. And only just now they've opened it to the public to yep. share and they've created a cherry tree festival out of it. Whereabouts but, is this um, place? It's in Matangi, Ro- Matangi Road in Tamahere down in Waikato. So Tamahere. Tamahere. Oh, yep, yep. Um, I actually haven't been there. But it's, yeah, it's a rural settlement. Yeah. But, um, and it's yeah. a whole week... Uh, but we're past it now, but you can still see cherry blossoms around. Maybe go to the botanic garden. But it's an annual Auckland. thing, right? Um, yes. Because oh, obviously they'll blossom every year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're, blo- well, they're blossoming at the moment. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So, um, yeah, they've created a whole festival. So there is, was a charge for that. But you can just go to the botanic gardens and see the cherry trees. I have been, after our last discussion on blossom trees... So yeah. they've got some at the botanical Yeah, they as have well. a whole, like, cherry tree lane. Oh. So, yeah, get yourself down It might there. be a bit cheaper than having to fly to Japan to go and exactly. check out all Clean the hours. Exactly, that was why. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, oh, I want to go. Yeah, I was so inspired yeah, yeah. after that last. Uh, yeah. yeah, so maybe if you have a huge estate that is bare and you want to make... You could copy that idea. Let's plant lots of cherries. Oh, why not? <laughs> yeah. But the thing is with um, these cherry trees, they look really spectacular for a, maybe a week or so. But oh. then the rest of the time they're kind of bare. A bit so skeleton-like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, You yeah, kind yeah. of have to have that trade-off, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and, yeah, okay. But cherries are yummy too, though. Mm. Yeah. Um, okay, so moving on. Also, springtime, guys, uh, you need to watch for weeds springing up as the weather begins to warm. I'm already looking at my lawn just going, oh, here we go, mm. mowing every week. Um, so just keep, you know, keep an eye on that. Um, get the gloves back out. It's, yeah. Yeah, but get them while they're small. Another thing uh, you can do is uh, start sowing your summer vegetables, like lettuce, beans, sweet corn, tomatoes, and uh, those from your cucurbit family. Cucurbit meaning... Um, your vegetables like cucumber, pumpkin, melon, mm. what have I missed any, courgette, yep. squash, those ones. Um, have you been told that in springtime you can plant your cucubit? Am I saying it right? Cucubit? A lot of these words I'm using are not words I use in every C- day. Cucubit. Cucubit. Cubit. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, 
So you can build up like raised mounds and just plonk your seeds right in them. Mm-hmm. What's your ideas on that? Do you agree with that for this sort uh, of springtime? It depends. Work? I think um, the kikyu bits. A lot of them are or trail or climb, so you can plant them near a trellis and they'll mm. climb up and save from, space do you in your garden. Would you recommend planting from seed? Yes, because they're quite big seeds mm. and once the ground is warm up, they'll romp away. Okay, now it's easy enough just to make like one of those tripod... Yeah, TP things, wigwams. Thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a cool word, wigwam. Word of the day. <laughs> um, oh, speaking of which... Since we've got Word of the Day, shall we have uh, Plant of the Week? Of all the saddest words that I have ever heard, the saddest is a story told me by a bird. You'd spend about an hour chatting with a flower, and here's the tale the flower told. Yes, what's our Plant of the Week? I'm a lonely little okay. and a nun. Plant of the Week this week, guys, since we were just talking about summer veggies to plant. Lettuce. Crunchy, yum. Lettuce. Speak about lettuce. Crunchy, yummy lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> An annual plant of, guess what family? Um, Actually, you not know? sure. The daisy family. Really? Dandelions related to that, very close cousin. Oh, I guess I can see the um, similarity. Yeah. All those, those ones. Who would have thought? Close cousin. Maybe a brother even. To the humble daisy, the humble lettuce. Humble family all together, <laughs> really, isn't it? Um, lettuce is grown as a hardy annual. That's why I guess it's kind of taken off worldwide. It hasn't always been the case. It was first cultivated by the ancient Egyptians for the seed oil. Oh, I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, they used the, the oil from the seeds. They crushed the seeds. They didn't even bother eating it. It was a weed. The seeds apparently. really tiny. Yeah. Must How it? did they get oil out of... I don't know. Oh. That's what Wikipedia said, so I'm going with it. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so that was... And then um, often appeared in medieval writings by 50 AD. So it's been around a while, but um, now it's really taken off. Apparently, they said 55 to 60% of lettuce is grown in China. They're big. But that's funny because... I'm Chinese, well, my family is, mm-hmm. and we don't eat a lot of lettuce. And if we do, we cook it. So are they including... Yeah, I, I, um, I don't think they're meaning specifically for use in salads. Uh, are they or including uh, the Chinese veggies? <laughs> lettuce, lettuce seed oil. Are they talking about the Chinese vegetables in general, the leafy greens, rather than um, the lettuce that you know that... Um, I'm not going to rattle off all the um, <laughs> lettuce varieties, but I'd say it would cover all the lettuce varieties. Oh, that okay. you can, that some are better that for stir frying than others, like the bok choy one is a great one for stir frying. I would call that a cabbage. Is that more of a cabbage, is it? Yeah. Is that in the brassica family? That's okay. what I thought. Oh, well. Great question, Selena. <laughs> Have I just totally upended well, your statistics? Is, like, the difference between a... Brass, is a brassica... Brassicas are cabbages. Yeah, and cauliflowers and all that. But then is that in the daisy... F- no, that no, is certainly not. not. But artichoke is in the daisy family, interestingly. Okay. That's something I found out. All right. And um, a minor amount of uh, letters is actually used in the production of t- tobacco-free cigarettes. So you can smoke it. My mind is just being blown by all these I new know, facts so you're fun. giving me. <laughs> I love blowing your mind. Um, I hope you guys out there are <laughs> mind blowing, <laughs> having a moment. 
Um, another interesting fact I found was tracing the history of all these lettuce varieties has been complicated by the practice of many companies changing the variety's name from year to year, particularly in the US. Now, why do you think they would want to do such a thing? To get you to buy more. Yes! <laughs> Bingo! This was predominantly done to boost sales by preventing customers knowing that the variety had been developed by a competing seed company. Oh, okay. mm, So you've just been bought. No, I just buy whatever's on sale. Lettuce is lettuce <laughs> to me. I'm not, I'm not really sure what kind of lettuce it is, but it, to me it's just lettuce. If it looks right in the picture, <laughs> I'm like, yes, that's what I want. Um, but then I think I'd be more inclined to grow an heirloom variety than any. Okay. I'm a um, big fan of the heirlooms. But one of the things about heirloom lettuces is that they're also more, um, they what do they call it, um, hardy during winter. You can grow them in a like a cold frame during the winter. Okay. Mm, so they're a bit more robust is the word, which is interesting. Speaking of growing, the reason why um, I've selected uh, lettuce as our plant of the week is because if now's the time to start growing it, so I'm trying to... You know, incorporate our okay. uh, weeks in with that. So get some lettuce in and also plant it um, not all at once, you know, um, spread it out okay. over the weeks. Successive sowing. Successively. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that you've always got some lettuce, you know, for, the, for your meals there. I'm going to have to give it a go. It grows best in full sun if you do, Selena. Okay. I thought that they did like a little bit of shade otherwise they went to flower. You're right. You're right. And that's if they're in climates where it gets hotter than 24 degrees, which is pretty much what Auckland is now. Okay. You will get many days over 24 degrees, so, so partial shade. Partial shade. Just to stop them bolting, meaning like when the heads bolt and go into flower too quickly. And then you lose all that foliage quite quickly when it does that. Are there any good companion plants for lettuce? Oh, I hadn't thought of looking into that. I'm sure there would be. Can you think of any? I would just think because they're a low-growing vegetable that anything taller could shade it. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Got to be careful, though. When do a bit of research. Sorry, we're supposed to be doing that. <laughs> but you don't want to plant something that's not a companion. So it might, yes, provide, provide your shade for it. Mm. But, you know, it might be competing in other ways, maybe underground. Oh, speaking of underground, they need loose nitrogen-rich soils. And if you're really technical, a pH between 6 and 6.8, which is like, that's slightly acidic, very slightly. Slightly, slightly acidic. Yeah. Um, lettuce is meant for cutting of individual leaves. So if you want to go for something where you can just come to the garden and pluck off a couple of leaves for your salad... Mm. Um, you can plant them in like thick rows, it's recommended, quite thickly. Okay. Rather than the heading varieties, which are better to be planted further apart so that they receive more sunlight. And they reckon the more sunlight that those ones get, the colour is improved and nutrient qualities. Okay. So take your iceberg, yes, which is a pretty popular lettuce, if you notice, like, um, it's quite pale on the inside, yep. sometimes I've noticed they are, mm-hmm. that's probably why. Okay. That's in probably not enough light. Do you or have maybe to... Nutrients from, and or nutrients from below, but... Mm. Watch out for any pests that will eat your lettuce? Of course. Well, at the moment, I'm battling my slugs and snails. 
So what do you do with that? What have you been doing? I've been putting um, the oat bran around my plants. Oh, you're still doing that. I'm trying to use up all my slug pellets. People just keep giving, mum keeps giving me boxes of slug pellets. (laughs) I'm just going to stop mentioning gastropods to her. Okay. Gastropods meaning stomach on a foot. Oh. <laughs> Remember? Um, slugs and snail family. So we um, haven't got round to frying these snails yet. <laughs> <laughs> I, at the same time every year, I went out to get some aloe vera and because Maximus, my son, is going through a phase where he's burning himself, not intentionally, but, oh, I've just burned myself in the shower. It's just a bad run. I seem to be out at the aloe vera Oh, well, yeah, uh, yeah. It's, I'm always feel like I'm patching them up at the moment. Um, so aloe vera has been wonderful for that. But I went out one night and there was, uh, was it this week? This week or last week? And it was, I collected about fifty snails off it. That's of enough night. for a main course. Uh, I'm not joking. There <laughs> oh was, and goodness. I brought in the bowl and showed everyone in the family, and they went, "Ah, Christ!" <laughs> um, and then I, of course, stood on them all. Oh. And immediately regretted it because, of course, I only did it within a few metres from the In your shoe door. is covered with <laughs> and snail guts all over the deck. Oh. Yeah, so I'm not popular at the moment. Oh, it's starting to smell. But I thought, after doing that, I thought, what a buffoon. I should have frozen them. Put them in a container and frozen them and then mm-hmm. feed them to my chickens. Yeah. As a frozen treat. It's like kind of like an ice cream for okay. chickens rather than just... Yeah, because even the chickens are looking at them going, my goodness, what is that? <laughs> I'm not, no, I'm not even going to look. try and pick it. Well, ducks like them too. Apparently. So, yeah. So you can hand pick them? Or you can um, have a snail race. <laughs> <laughs> it was just awful, Selena. I was just stomping on all these, like, I didn't just snails. It. it was. And the baby ones were looking on, you know, going, oh. God, oh, yeah, there goes mum. Big foot's coming. It was just, I don't know what I was thinking. I but think. all, what I was thinking was I don't like gastropods in my garden. They're just, they're eating everything. Lettuces, spinach. I don't know what they're doing on the aloe vera. They're not eating it, but they're, they're there. They're, mm. I think they're creating many families. <laughs> That's what it looks like. It's just going so many baby ones. Um, so, yeah, so that's hand-picking, slug pellets, oat bran. There you go. Yeah. That's our uh, recommendation there. Oh, then make sure you wash the leaves before you toss them in the salad. Because <laughs> <laughs> I might have slime I know, them. I know. I just, yeah. I always, yeah. I Sometimes I do. I Sometimes I just eat them straight off the plant or throw them in a smoothie and now I'm like, you've just put me off. <laughs> right. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. So that's plan of the week. Lettuce, plant, <laughs> lettuce. <laughs> I just had to say that. I had to be said. Um, did we miss anything on the um, spring into garden jobs? Well, well you were mentioning, oh, actually I mentioned the wigwams, um, mm-hmm. and I was thinking of all the things that you could make um, using whatever materials you have on hand yeah. in the garden. because. Spring is also a time for spring cleaning. Oh, right. Okay. And um, you can get creative with all the things you're chucking out of the house. (laughs) (laughs) 
but there is going to be another episode. But I have a few ideas, so I'll just quickly share a few. Well, give us a little teaser uh, there. We'll give you a taste, because I I need to do some research on this. I've only just got this is called upcycling. Yes, and I've literally only just got my head around recycling. <laughs> okay, so you know, go easy. Okay. Well, my, um, I had a whole list, but we'll just give you a couple. So, old fridges. What can you do with old fridges? You can put children in them. Not in your garden? <laughs> <laughs> I could fit at least mine and three neighbour neighbours' oh, children no, in there. No, I, I wasn't thinking about that. it's a chest freezer. I was thinking um, you could make raised beds out of them. Oh, cool. T- take yeah, the yeah. doors off. Um Drill a few drainage holes yeah. and it'll be deep enough for a good raised veggie bed. Yeah. So that's an idea. I actually have seen that done. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they could be a wicking bed as well because it's just the right size, really. A you what do, bed? Wicking bed. So they have water in the bottom and then you have soil on the top. Um, okay. Just, uh, yeah, take the doors off and lay it on its side and that's the right height for a raised bed. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and your old washing machines, the the old tub things, you could use those as containers. I I'm okay. I'm not convinced. Oh, the tub part. I thought yeah. you mean the whole. Sorry, no, not the whiteware. The, the inner circle yeah, thing. The inner circle, Selena. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just I'm w- sounding like there's just some sort of like hidden message here. What are you telling me? Do um, I need to be a part of the inner circle? For this upcycling business. But yeah, cool idea. I have seen that done. And I've seen people make fires out of those too. Those backyard fires. Yeah, it could be a brazier. Mm. Okay, so that's just a taster of what you can do with all your old stuff to ah. upcycle in your garden. Awesome. All right. I'm excited. I'm going to start looking around. Happy gardening, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, everyone. That's all we have time for. Come back next week for more great gardening tips at Garden Planet. You can find us on Facebook on our Garden Planet Facebook page or email us at gardenplanetfm at gmail.com if you want to ask us anything about gardening. Happy gardening, everyone, and we'll be back next week.